Welcome to 52 Weeks in the Word. I'm your host, Trillia Newbell, and today I'm here with my good friend, Courtney Reisig. Courtney is the author of Teach Me to Fill, Worshiping Through the Psalms in Every Season of Life. The Psalms have given so many people words when they have had none. I understand that Psalm 46 has been an important one for you, Courtney. We're going to just dive right in, but I want to read um, a few verses from Psalm 46, 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though their mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. So tell us about this psalm and why it's so important to you. This psalm really ministered to my family and particularly to me in a time of um, a lot of difficulty. I was in the hospital uh, for a long period of time before my fourth son was born. And I remember our pastor had sent us the, those words that you read, which I just love those words so much, those, those first couple of verses. And he reminded me that the addition of not just that he's a present help in trouble, but a very present help in trouble, which is that emphasis of, of it's kind of the superlative of it's extra. He's that extra help. So he's not just with you, but he's, he's very much with you. And that has been really comforting to me because what Psalm 46 reminds us of is that he's, he's not, he's with us because the world is so frightening. And so you read in verse two, like you read, um, therefore we will not fear that the earth gives way, uh, though the mountains be formed into the heart of the seas. And you think of mountains falling into the heart of the sea, that would be really terrifying or um, a, a raging ocean. I don't live near water, I live landlocked, but uh, I've been near oceans and the ocean can be really calming, but I imagine in a tsunami, it's not calming when the waters are just raging up over you and you have no control. And Psalm 46 speaks to that moment where everything around you is giving way and he is there as that very present help in calming you. And that those verses have ministered to me, not just in that moment, but in multiple moments to come. It reminds me of the verse in John 14, where Jesus says, um, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And so as believers who live this side of the cross, uh, he has come to us in, in the power of the Holy Spirit. So he's not physically present with us. Uh, he He's back in heaven. Jesus Christ is back in heaven, but he has sent the spirit, the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ to indwell us. And so for us, that's the very present help in times of trouble is that when when life is falling apart all around us he is here with us he's interceding for us he's comforting us he's working all things together for good he's working in the in the details that we can't see and I love that in verse two the therefore which if you're a bible teacher you're like I know it therefore I need to ask what it's there for and the uh I learned that in college and it's like stuck with me so much but the he, because he is a very present help in times of trouble, because he is our refuge, because he is our strength, we will not fear. And it doesn't mean that what we experience isn't frightening because mountains falling into seas is frightening. And the, the, from, in my case, the prospect of losing your baby and losing your own life is frightening or cancer is frightening or your spouse leaving you is frightening or losing your job or having not enough money is frightening. But he is a present help. And because he is bigger than those things, we will not fear. Because he is our refuge and strength, we will not fear. And I think that's that ministered to me, but it also ministered to all of us who 
who question whether or not God is with us and for us. He is with us and he is for us because as he said in John 14, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And he has come to us. Mm. You know, it's interesting. So many of what you said also is in Romans 8. And just God is for us, who can be against us, all things to work together for the good of those who love him. And the Holy Spirit groans when we don't have words. And so it just it just resonated with me. Um, so you mentioned some of the things just briefly that you've been through, the chance of potentially losing a baby, cancer. Now, here's the thing that I recognize. There are going to be people who are listening who are um, really suffering or really scared. And right now you're saying these things with such faith and boldness having come out of it. Now, those moments when it happened, how do you encourage that listener who is right now, Psalm 46 sounds good, but they're just, their heart isn't there. How would you encourage and inspire someone? So I think what's helpful is that Psalm 88 is also in the Bible. And Psalm 88 doesn't have that resolution of hope. Uh, Psalm 88 speaks to someone who feels like God has left them and who feels like God is not for them. And so I'll just um, I'll just read a little bit of Psalm 88. So it talks about how um, he's saying, the psalmist is saying, I cry out to you day and night, let my prayer come before you. My soul is full of troubles and my life draws near to Sheol. And he gets all this list of things that, Um, are going on in his life he says you have put me in the depths of the pit your wrath lies heavy on me and then like a lot of psalms they end with like this resolution of hope like psalm 46 therefore we will not fear but psalm 88 ends with you've caused my beloved and my friend to shun me my companions have become darkness and that's how it ends and there's no there's no trust that that the lord is his refuge and strength but i would argue that the fact that he's praying to the lord and continuing to cry out to him is the evidence of faith, even though we don't see the words coming out of his mouth. And for the believer who feels like they're in that darkness right now, the continual process of crying out to him and not turning your back on him is the is the work of God in you. It's him being his, his very present help in times of trouble in your life. Because people who turn to the Lord and they're suffering, even when they're not crying out, they're not saying, I trust you. They're just saying, help me. Why is this continuing to happen to me? That's faith because they're continuing to go to him. It, it's the people who don't go to him anymore that I would be more concerned with. The people who are saying, forget you, you've abandoned me and I'm abandoning you. But the people who continue to cry out to him are still holding on to that shred of faith that God will deliver them eventually, even if they can't say with their mouth right now, I trust you. They're saying like the, like the dad, I believe it's in the, in the gospel of Mark where he says, I believe, help my unbelief. And I, I think that's what we do in that time. God's not asking for us to say all the right words in our time of suffering, uh, but he does want us to come to him and take our requests to him. And then there's times where we can't even pray. And I think that's where Romans 8 is just such a comfort is that we aren't praying, but he's interceding for us. He is saying, take care of them, watch over them, keep them, don't abandon them. And that that's a comfort to us because we're weary and we're broken and we don't have words to say, but Jesus Christ doesn't leave his sheep. He's a good shepherd and he's given us a spirit to intercede for us in those difficulties. You know, I'm so glad that you said all of that and that you read Psalm 88. That's so important for us to remind ourselves that we don't have to put a bow on hard things. No bow. It's easy to do. It's easy to do. Um, we have only a few minutes left and I, I'm 
interested. Teach me to feel. That's the title of your book. We're in the Psalms. It's about the Psalms. Why teach me to feel? What was the impetus for that title? Well, one of the things that if you think about the Psalms are poetry, and if you I have a degree in English, and so I come towards this a little bit more naturally, maybe than someone who has like a degree in math who doesn't love English like I did. But poetry, if you read poetry and songs, it give us bring emotions out of us. They're they're a different type of literature. They're not always giving us these didactic truths, but they're respond they're they're speaking to us at a felt level. And the Psalms are poetry. And so they they get at the another aspect of who we are as human beings. Like we are created to be thinking beings and also feeling beings. We were given emotions for a reason. And the Psalms speak to the reality of life. And so the Psalms are written to go alongside the the, the historical books in scripture. So a lot of the Psalms will tell you uh, this is written when David was running from Saul or things or different stories in scripture. And what you get when you read them side by side with those, those narratives in scripture is you get the emotional response to the story of what David's experiencing. And that's helpful to us because we experience things in life and we experience emotional responses to the realities of life and the Psalms give us language. And I just think that's such a comfort because I, I know that it's telling me that God is like, I am, I am helping you at every level of what you experience in life. I'm giving you the thoughts to think. I'm giving you the truth to know about me. And then I'm giving you words for the difficulties that you walk through so that you know that I'm with you in everything. And the Psalms speak to those things. I mean, they're not, they, they speak to our deepest cries and our deepest anguishes and their prayers, their prayers back to God. God is the, is the, the recipient of all of these Psalms because the psalmist is saying, oh God, I cry out to you. Sometimes he's saying truths about God, but sometimes he's, these are prayers back to God and so they can inform how we pray as well. I'm so glad that you said that. And on that note, I'm just gonna pray a little bit of Psalm 46 as we end. God, you are our refuge. God, you are our strength. You are an awesome and holy God. And we can draw near to your throne of grace in our time of need because you are a very present help in our trouble. And we will not fear. Lord, will you help us not to fear? It, it's hard not to fear. I pray you would help us. Though everything seems to be destroyed and chaotic around us. So Lord, thank you for um, this time that we could hear about your word in the Psalms. Help us to know to hide your word in our hearts. Um, God, we worship you, we delight in you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Courtney, thank you so much. 